At the end of civilization, humanity struggles to survive. Will they also succeed in keeping their humanity alive? Fleeing across a landscape of death, survivors will gather. Some will know each other and some will be strangers, but together they must find some sense of family or they will assuredly find ruin alone. A world of perpetual grays where staying alive eclipses all notions of morality. Or does it? Can people keep looking into the abyss and learn to ignore its baleful gaze back? Can hope for normalcy be retained or is death just the order of the day? Will humanity rebuild or simply become the monsters they fight until monsters are all that's left? At the end of civilization, will humanity be able to live for a brighter future, or will they only learn to fear the walking dead? Greetings and salutations. We'll give you a salutations for the holiday season. Uh, it is your Fear the Walking Dead cast after an interesting day, and we're going to be wrapping up uh, the mid-season, well, just wrapping up the first eight episodes, essentially, of uh, Season 7 of The Walking Dead, with Episode 8, Hearts Still Beating, and we've arranged a grand gala for you this evening with guests and fireworks and, and zombies and all those good things, and uh, apples, even. A couple apples. Lots of produce. And the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony Orlando and Don. Um, Paul in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's trademarked to other freaks. We might get sued by our own people for that one. <laughs> no craptaculars here. That's how you find that elsewhere. And those are the big bosses. Anyway, uh, I'm joined tonight by my usual cohorts, uh, Mike Zumo and Brian Hughes, and our occasional cohort, Professor Alan Middleton, who we like to bring in on these, you know, these uh, end of the season, end of mid season things, because he's our ringer. No pressure. <laughs> and so, wave so no one can see you guys. Very good. Thank you. Hello. Uh, and originally, Hello. I, I was furiously messaging my friends here um, when I got back from the hellish freaking day I had, so I was telling them I trade with the, the nearby First Nations people for my tobacco, because it's a lot cheaper, and I'm, I like to break tax laws like that. And, um, That's uh, a proud American. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, man, we took their land. The least they can do is give us cheaper cigarettes. Um, and But there was a blizzard, and I don't like blizzards, and so a long ride... Uh, a little kind of a white knuckle drive, <laughs> and so I originally said I'm going to kind of uh, half-ass this guy's wing it, not do a recap, and then I had an hour to watch it, and I watched it, and I, I wrote a recap anyway. So, any of you who thought you were getting out of that tonight, ha 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 ha! The episode, <laughs> you can not tell me to shut up now. <laughs> I, I'm freshly coffeeed up after my stressful drive, so you guys are in trouble. Um, <laughs> The episode is called Hearts Still Beating. We open on Maggie sobbing at Glenn's grave, and she climbs up on Hilltop's walls. Asshole Gregory comes by, kissing up to her because he knows pretty much everyone likes her better, and he's kind of pissed about that. She tells him to get over it. Uh, and then he stays around as a little creepy. And he's got an apple. Maggie wants it, and another Hilltop resident kind of shames him into giving it to her. So Kind of a little weird opening scene, but... yeah. Kind of just showed us how the, the town is starting to have Maggie Taters back. So yeah. That's cool. Maggie for president. 
I did kind of bullet point a lot of this this episode because it was a good dense episode. They finally kind of utilized the whole ninety minutes better, I thought, than you, they have in the past. Multiple storylines. Yeah, that never hurts. Um, some pretty good action stuff, and, and but I, I do have my quibbles. Anywho, Negan is teaching Carl to shave. Good man. Daryl is contemplating his escape, and against all evidence that it might be another trap, he takes off and, and actually escapes. Uh, Negan is making the sauce. Carl is rolling dough. Olivia is crying. Uh, Tara brings the lemonade and offers to deliver it, but Olivia will finish her duties watching Judith, uh, which she's doing a bang-up job of from outside on the porch for some reason. <laughs> I mean, it, she had to wait for the lemonade out there, I guess. Um, I mean, if there's a big glass window, I guess she could be watching. Yeah, well, I think she, I think she intentionally did it to kind of scare yeah. Tara from having to interact with yeah. fucking yeah. super asshole. Um, <laughs> Negan is getting uh, the table set for formal dinner when Rick comes home. Um because that'll be something he's into. Um, and you can cross off Rude Diner on your Negan asshole bingo cards, uh, you know, <laughs> demanding that uh, poor Olivia pours his lemonade for him, because apparently he's lost a couple limbs. That's how my mother would have told me. <clears throat> Why, did your arms fall off? You can't pour that yourself? No. Nope, well, right he, he, he is a guest. Ooh, whatever. <laughs> Come on, he made dinner. Come on, get... Cut the guy a break, man. All right, yeah, you know. You yeah, to find me. All. I'm sure her and Carl really feel like just chowing down on spaghetti. Uh, anyway, Rick and Aaron are ready, getting ready to row, row, row the boat of doom. And Rick offers uh, Aaron an out, but Aaron basically says, fuck you, Sheriff, I'm no slouch. Uh, Negan isn't waiting for dinner anymore. At least Lucille is also hungry. Um, abusive, passive-aggressive dad square on your bingo cards. You know, back on that, back on that, uh, that boat scene. Mm-hmm. I just got a feeling we're going to see that in a Walking Dead video game at some point. Yeah, you, know, you have to sure. get across. Yeah. You have to row across, avoid the zombies, and you have to do it fast enough before your boat sinks. Yeah. I no, feel like I've done I mean, that. That's why I, I felt I I saw a video game when I saw that scene. I did too. I feel like I've done that playing The Last of Us or something. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> actually, actually, guys, that is going to be the new Walking Dead experience at Universal Studios Florida. <laughs> yeah, hey, actually, I think there is such a thing. Or. Yeah, it's universal, but it's, it's you know yeah. that 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 actual attraction is going to go over really well until some concealed carry guy goes PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just say it. Yeah, anyway, some people do take the show a little too seriously, uh, but. Yeah, um, I wouldn't know about the video games anymore because they're only making them for those fancy phones y'all have. And I haven't seen, you know, they're supposed to be coming out with another Telltale Games one here pretty soon, but uh, no one's pumping out the the Walking Dead stuff for PC anymore, um, apparently. Rick and Aaron, oh yeah, row, row, row your boat. Uh, Negan isn't waiting, got that one. Spencer's ego is getting stroked because of his good supply haul. And he gets offered some booty to boot. 
um, and the female savior in question asks Eugene if he likes to watch, and we know and that we he know does. he does. You know that he does. And I have a question about Eugene that just came to me. Who is keeping such good care of his mullet in the apocalypse? Uh, you know, the mullets. That's why they're a cool hair thing because they kind of just take care of themselves. They're like a cat, very low maintenance. <laughs> just let the fucker grow. I'm working on a respectable one myself right now because. And Benny will afford my barber. <laughs> and it just doesn't grow in certain places anymore, so it kind of just mullets out. Not a shame. Eugene's made him cool again. Anyway, uh, female, yeah. Eugene feels a little betrayed by Spencer's betrayal and possible unviewed sexy time. Carol is chilling and sees Morgan walking away from her house after leaving her some fresh veggies, which Ezekiel has been uh, making sure these. She's already well stocked with fresh produce and um, probably a couple other things, but she's still mm-hmm. playing the whole I want to be alone, get off my fucking lawn thing. And all of a sudden, uh, Ezekiel's main dude, which if we'd seen him for more than one episode, I might have remembered his name, is at the door. Main dude works. Main dude. Yeah. Main. Yeah. Uh, I actually call him Lancelot later on, and so he's just Lancelot <laughs> yeah. from now on. The guy who got his ass kicked in episode two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Rick and Aaron are rowing through the zombie. This is. I like that they did several storylines, but they did the kind of tennis match thing on us this time, and it was getting a whiplash. Was, there's a lot of bouncing around. Uh, Rick and Aaron are rowing through zombie swamp and drama and action ensues. Um, Aaron actually gets grabbed out of the boat. And I, I thought he might be done there for a minute, but of course he's okay. And he actually just bursts out of the, I'm okay, and bursts yeah. out of the water. It was a pretty cool scene, though. I guess he fl- he swam under the floaters. Yeah, which, you know, I, that good call, man. Aaron, Aaron's no freaking slouch, man. It's good that he called Rick out on that because he's like, man, I've been taking care of shit out here. He's like, I am should have been like, look, I'm the one guy in Alexandria that was actually out there doing shit. I know what the, you know, I can survive. <laughs> doing better than some of y'all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, he he was the one that was actually out there doing it and making it look good in the whole Cabela's catalog outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and it was always perfect. You know, never got that shit dirty or anything either. Though. No. Well, that's the whole metrosexual thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, spoilers, we learn it might be safer being out on the runs than staying home. Yeah, clearly, yeah. Um, and they definitely... They, they they definitely once again listening to our show. Uh, they definitely beefed up like the presence of you actually saw Negan bodyguards in this one, so it was established that he's got other people with him because we were all feeling last episode like man he's like alone he's like pretty exposed. Yeah, yeah that wasn't very clear in the last yeah, episode. Yeah. So yeah. again, they're picking their brains. They know where to come. <laughs> so because they filmed this all in the past week. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. But I. They're just waiting. They got that production team freaking ready to go, and every random day that this comes out, they just hit the bricks. To me, part of that is the evidence of how tough he is. I mean, he hands off Lucille to people around him, to enemies. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a testament to how invulnerable he's been so far, that he is so casual with his own safety. And well, he doesn't for him so far. And he doesn't carry a gun. Nope. No. And, and I thought that was interesting that, that of all people, Fat Joey had Rick's gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of good it did him. Yeah, but that's that's kind of the one thing. It, it, 
strains the imagination or the suspension of disbelief a little bit, but you could also argue that it, it makes him look like such a badass that no one's going to, you know, it's like, well, this guy's this confident. There's no way we can take him down. But right. the pragmatist in me is like, oh, I, I've got the conch now and a machine gun. Um, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Negan. Guess who's Negan now? <clears throat> I have a gun and the bat. Anyone going to argue with me? <laughs> you know, I don't know. We'll be with a shot. <laughs> Die on your feet or live on your knees. Uh, okay, here comes my bullet points for that. Daryl is escaping. That was that whole scene. Aaron and Rick find some stuff, but also a note that says, ha, 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 you lose, which they really should have destroyed. Yes. Yeah, I don't know I don't know what they hope to accomplish by leaving that in this stuff. Plot points, I'm thinking. I don't know. <laughs> Writer's device. Yeah. Uh, Daryl is eating peanut butter. That's all that happened in that scene. Rick protein, Pelling, protein, protein. Yeah, that's about the first um, thing I would have grabbed. I mean, that's... No, I tell you guys, you know, the thing is, after the, the second, you know, fingerful he got there, there's no way he could have taken any more of that. Your, know, body, right? your, mouth, your mouth is not going to create the saliva. You're not going to be able to swallow. <laughs> You're going to be walking around like a dog going... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I... You, you got to know there was a big cut in the action there. And, and I mean, to be no fair, he didn't say much like... the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, but so, still. Right. Know I don't think like... he said a word, so he... He may have still milk, milk, no, fucking milk, no. <laughs> I think I think he had like five lines all season. Well, that wasn't tears of joy that he had at the end of the episode. That was him crying because he was trying to get a breath of air in. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I, I love you, Rick, but I can't. <laughs> uh, back to Rick and Aaron show. Uh, Rick apologizes for being a jerk. Aaron says he's on the whole. Uh, we need to appease Negan to save everyone, Paige. But he does it in an awesomely, like, passive-aggressive way, I think, that basically, you know, says, yep, we're slaves. We've decided to be slaves. Hint, hint. Um, you know, but we've decided that way. And, yeah, I thought it was actually well-written. Uh, and then mysterious foreshadowing boots show up for a second. Dun-dun-dun. And he... Theories, guys. I, I honestly don't have a freaking clue. To be <laughs> no, not even from the comics. No, not really. I mean, this whole run—it was a long time ago. I read, so I, I'm very fuzzy on a lot of the details. So I don't spoil as much as you guys think I might. It was. It was interesting that I saw electrical wiring around the feet. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, supposed I, to mean something. I would. Yeah. Suspect. Could this be? The, could this be the owner of the of the boat of the houseboat? I don't okay. think so. Mm-hmm. But he's hanging around there. Yeah, he, no, he no, no, no. The, the owner of the houseboat was a real son of a bitch that didn't want anyone to actually get into the houseboat. Yeah. All right. This is someone that's intrigued by these guys. But again, uh, did they actually follow him back or did they go somewhere? Well, did, didn't no, the uh, Andy Stinger show him going to Alexandria? Yeah. Well, see, he went to Alexandria while they went to Hilltop. But he could have, he could have tracked them to Alexandria. Who's out there missing that might still be alive? Nobody that I know of. So, yeah. So yeah new, they, new I think these a new feat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't Unless, think it would be redacted yet, but maybe <laughs> redacted from the comics. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Um, yeah, Boots. Michonne and Hostage are still driving and talking. Red ain't saying shit, but eventually she kind of does. 
Michonne, Michonne states out loud to the enemy for some reason that she isn't going to kill Negan today. And I, I thought she actually implied that she might not kill her hostage if she just talks to her because apparently she was bored. But she was kind of like, you know, you don't know me. If you, you could talk me out of killing you, kind of. But we'll, we'll get to that, I suppose, because um, we tennis matched over to another thing. Um, and look, I know very little about the pregnancy experience, although I'm told I was involved in one. Um, not my own. Well, my own, yeah. But are, are any of the, the husbands or fathers here help me answer this one? But should Maggie be, like, that ravenously hungry yet? I thought they played that up a little too much. Maggie was told to be on bed rest. She shouldn't be moving. Right. But, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, I know pregnancy probably ups the hunger factor, I'm guessing. But is it, like, uh, usually that early in the run? Uh, I, think, I, I think that she's got other things driving her, and she's she's using that. Yeah, just you yeah. know, feeling the machine for, for the war to come or whatever. The, mm-hmm. the reactions are unpredictable. Uh, that I could imagine. Yes, uh, <laughs> I just you know, to me, being an old like Cheech and Chong fan of the movies, he, she was acting more like you know someone with really bad case of the munchies. I thought she would have pretty much <laughs> shot Sasha for that pie. She was <laughs> no, when when Beth got pregnant with Christopher, um, it it went the other way. Basically, you mentioned anything that involved motion. You mentioned getting in the car and she'd start to throw up. Yeah, stays the same. So we carried, you know, plastic bags inside of like like Walmart bags <laughs> so that she could sit there and throw up while I'm sitting there driving along and I didn't have to see it. It was great. Uh, you know. <laughs> and that lasted the entire pregnancy. It was just Joys, joys, joys. That's why I like having friends who have bred because it there makes was me one... feel better that I'd never created a spawn. So There was one time we were at the supermarket. Stacy was arguing with herself over uh, and me over a bag of peanut butter cups that I was going to buy her. <laughs> well, you know, I've been there. I've been the kid doing all that weird shit, so it's not that alien to me, but... As it goes, um, you know, do, 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 Sasha lies about Jesus. Maggie is already president. <laughs> Enid knows Sasha's a Jesus liar. My line of the night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll attribute that one to Mr. Zumo. And, and maybe now's a good time to talk about the news, um, because it's obviously because Sasha lied about Jesus. But It has to be. We don't know if Sasha will be with us much longer, um, because he's been maybe promoted to captain. Um is that the Mr. Hughes? You're the one that broke this no, to it, me. She's not. She's not going to be captain, and she's not leaving The Walking Dead. She's going to be a lieutenant commander, but she's going to be the main character on Star Trek Discovery. Hmm. And okay. uh, now the thing is, Star Trek Discovery is not going to be a full regular TV series. It's not even going to be on any of the networks. It's going to be on right. the CBS, uh, on you know, online service. And therefore, it's not going to be watched. Well, well, the and first therefore, episode, she's not getting paid much, so right. you well, keep both jobs. Yeah, but yeah. So, she, but she's going to be able to keep her Walking Dead job because you know Walking Dead. You know, even though that, that she's on it, is really a part time job anyway because you go episodes at a time without actually being on or doing anything. Yeah. So you know, the, the only thing is, is that she won't be able to cut her hair. But you know, they'll be able to do a whole lot with you know whatever they want to do wigs, hair pieces, whatnot. I'm just going to um, re- remind people that we kind of thought that about Chris over on the other show, too, <laughs> when we learned that he was going to get a couple days on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but 
that was his list last week. That's all. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. But, um, it, you know, something else I found out that I didn't know is that the character that the, on in Alexandria, Scott, mm-hmm. is actually her husband in real life. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I actually knew that. Yep. I didn't know that. He was the one that, that didn't he get shot and... Um, the the doctor girl was trying she didn't know how to save him but she finally figured it out yeah. he was the one that that actually got shot yeah because it took me a while to figure out who he was because I was like Scott Scott who's Scott so but no if... I mean she they, they, so far they're saying she's not going away so we'll see cheers to her though man she's a great actress and uh, definitely psyched to see what she'd do with the Star Trek part hopefully they write it well for her. That first episode that they brought, they're going to broadcast the first episode. Yeah. And the remaining yeah. episodes will be on their online service. And if you're outside the United States, you can watch it on Netflix. Or you're just a freaking thief like me. You'll find it. Uh, and that's see, the thing is, the thing is, they, they made their money for the series already by the Netflix sale. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it kind of pisses me off because they're just trying to make it so that we here in the United States have to buy their service. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna. I don't think yeah. it's going to work out well for them. No, I don't think so. Either. They'll go free to play eventually. Like, uh, I've just got but, a feeling Scott's going to be able to get these from his native friends somehow. Maybe. Somehow, <laughs> Not yeah, sure. Somehow. Trading shady DVDs over there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, new best friend. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Maggie, pregnant, pregnant munchies, Sasha lying. Um, so, yeah. Go Sasha. I don't. I don't. You're right. I mean, she could definitely do both shows, but yeah, just putting it out there to scare people because I'm an imp like that. <laughs> uh, oh, Beth. Beth is gonna freak out when she hears it. She's, <laughs> off, she's off at work when I when yeah. she was already off at work when I uh, when I found out about that, and I'm like, oh crap. All right, Ezekiel's main dude. We're calling him Lancelot. Wants uh, Carol and Morgan to convince the kingdom to go into preemptive tiger war mode, which I approve of completely. Um. And they say no, sorry, dude. So no yeah. preemptive tiger war for us yet. Gabriel tries to talk Rosita out of trying to kill Negan alone, and thus probably herself. And he actually does a really good job of it. It's a very well written scene. I'm, I'm can't believe how much I'm liking Gabriel lately because I fucking despised him when we first met him. Uh, I just didn't think they knew what to do with him at all. I thought he was wrote badly. I thought the actor was kind of phoning it in, but he's really grown. Anyone else with me on that one? I got to tell you, at this point in the episode, I was convinced that Gabriel was not long for this world. Yeah. Because he had a great moment last episode, I think it was, in the pickup truck. Yeah. Where he tells the guy, no, you're not a sinner, but you're a total douchebag. (laughs) And here, I like this scene, he's giving actual pretty good counsel. Yeah, really you know, maybe for the first time we see his, you know, priestly background, right? Yeah, and that yeah. may actually have some value in this world. Yeah. So I figured yeah. he was dead. Yeah. So they'll <laughs> snuff out that hope any minute now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he makes me feel like I need to take a shower every time he talks. There, there's <laughs> he's something so shit. Yeah, it is. He's so creepy, and and you know, I'm just like, just don't leave him alone with a little kid. Oh you know? no. <laughs> I mean, they left him alone with Judith for a while. Who knows what happened? I, I, I don't. Well, she's still alive. I don't smell that monster on him. No. <laughs> anyway, but, but this was the first time he seemed competent. Yeah. First time he seemed priestly. But yes, you know, exactly. thinking that Brian doesn't, you know, make you a sinner, but does make you a tremendous shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I had the, the door was open, man. You know, you know, I, know I don't mean it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yes, but he's a priest that thinks a little outside the box because he does believe that Negan needs to die. Mm-hmm. Most priests are not going to cop to those feelings. Yeah, he's ex- yeah he's accepted the the reality of this world as much as you can, and and I think they've shown a good arc with him of him coming to terms with that and his faith. So. But he did not approve of Rosita trying to commit, basically, suicide by Negan. Right. Well, he viewed that as her throwing her life away. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah, I mean, I agree. He has to die, but why do you? (laughs) Yeah. And and I like the line that there's no need to lie. This is going to be the last time we talk. Yeah, that was perfect. I thought this was a really well-written scene. Yeah, Yeah, we got to see that. That's why it stood out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that she's feeling worthless in the group. I mean, she they beat us over the head of that a little bit. Not that we couldn't figure that one out, but she's feeling worthless. She literally goes down everyone who has a partner. You know, this has this person has this person to fight for. This person has this person to love. Blah blah blah. I'm all alone. My life means nothing. If I can accomplish this, then it means something. And he tries to tell her, it's like, it means something now. You don't have to make this sacrifice. You know, and he's the first one finally that says, it's like. We bide our time. We'll get through this. Right. You know, we just can't do it immediately, or it's not going to be worth it. So. Right. Go Gabriel. I'm Team Gabriel, and yes, he's he's probably doomed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, more bullet points. Spencer is practicing for his big date with Negan. <laughs> Sir Lancelot is visiting was, his old That was dates. such a politician move, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Did you ever see the movie Star 80? With oh, Eric yeah. Rob, with was it Eric Roberts? Yeah, and, yeah. and Cliff Robertson, yeah. and Eric Roberts, you know, practicing in the mirror to meet Hugh Hefner, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this reminded me of. It just it, it was like he was getting ready to go meet Hugh Hefner, and he was just going to impress him with his oh, yeah. acumen and skill and everything. And whoops! His grin <laughs> grew three times that day too. It's it <laughs> like. Yeah, Sir Lancelot is visiting his old digs and crying, and Spencer actually even scores a dinner date with Rosita. His friggin' confidence is up that much. Um, Might have scored a little bit more, too. Probably, yeah. I think she, well, see, at that point... It sounded like maybe that had happened in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, that had happened. That had happened. And, you know, at that point, it's like I'm pretty much believing that, wow, Rosita's probably, Gabriel did it. She's probably having, you know... A change of heart. If she's contemplating a dinner date as opposed to a suicide mission, we got progress here. Well, she needed a last meal. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and other things. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Daryl is escaping and runs into Fat Joey, who tells him just to go. He won't say nothing. And Daryl politely declines and beats his skull to mush with a pipe. Well, he's not going to say anything. Feral. <laughs> no, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, Daryl went feral. Um, just as Jesus shows up, who is adequately, you know, shocked, and I'm told he wept later. That was a little coincidental. That was a little oh, yes, I, I'm going to hell for that one. Uh, <laughs> Spencer comes bearing booze and gets an audience with the man himself. Michonne's hostage shows her uh, where the main army is. And it's well, that, anyway, we, we had a black party going on. Yeah, everyone was coming I mean, out. Well, we haven't got to the pool yet. That's you know. We got to the block party yet. We're the tennis oh, that's match right, right that's now. Right. We got a scene here, a scene there. And yeah, we're bouncing around. Yeah. I don't think Daryl's escape was a little too easy. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he had inside help, but still. I, yeah, yeah would, I guess Jesus 
killed everyone. That's what we're supposed to <laughs> believe. We, we learned he was a ninja last episode. Yeah, he's definitely. He just roams around there at fucking will. He's invisible. Uh, Michonne's hostage shows her where her main army is, gives her the idea to kill her and ditch the car, and Michonne obliges her and caps her. Uh, I really, I don't know. Other than getting to Negan's camp and seeing where it was, I wasn't a huge fan of the Michonne scenes in this. I just thought they were a little clunky and I'm not sure what she accomplished. That was, that was basically Michonne is not going to take all this sitting down and there's no other way of dealing with her other than having her try and convince Rick and everybody we need to stand up and fight this now or have her go off on a, a little, little thing like this. And I mean, it was kind of a useless trip because you know, she, I mean, she got information that, well, they now have anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, she just needed to clear her head, too. She she right. needed to get out from around Rick and just get out on her own and try something. Well, I think she made the decision not, I think she started that little journey and she was going to go do her little suicide mission. But I think she kind of talked herself out of it on the way and was just going to run recon at that point. You know? Right. But I think she really kind of intended to go out and try it, you know, and then she said, stated that's like, no, you know, I'm not going to kill him today. I'm going to be freaking smart, finally, someone. And- well, she would have been real disappointed because Negan wasn't home. Right, right, yeah. And she wouldn't have gotten anywhere near him anyway. I don't care how much of a ninja she is. Uh, Negan and Spencer, oh, yeah, Rick and Aaron get back to uh, show off their haul, and then that took five seconds. Negan and Spencer are drinking, and Spencer betrays where the pool table is, which they, you know, promptly drag out later and start playing. The saviors find the note that they should have destroyed, and beat the living shit out of poor Aaron. Well, Rick just, you know, was like, yeah, he wrote the note, it was this guy. Um, Or says nothing, which is about the same thing. Spencer, back me up here, guys. Spencer was playing the businessman who tries to buddy up to Hans Gruber. In yes. Yes. And this had to be intentional because it was just the only thing going through my head. Hans, booby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's I mean, Merry Christmas. The... <laughs> I mean, ahead, we, all, we all know this guy from work, too. Yeah. <laughs> the guy oh, yeah. tries to butter up the boss. and I know, you know, I totally am with you. I, I totally understand what you're doing here, but... yeah. Let me help you out. Yeah, exactly. Help me help you. I should be your inside guy, definitely. Yeah, and he gets the same result without John McClane trying to tell him what an idiot he is. (laughs) But he is such a politician. I think they nailed that part of his character. Yeah, well, it's an anti-establishment year. (laughs) (laughs) He is his mother's son. Yes. No, he's, he's not so quite at the, as smart. So at the end, he. when Rick came up there to help him out, was that was that with the point where Rick was going miss some? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the but, town, meanwhile, yeah, we're having a block party. They've shown up to watch the pool game and hear Spencer <laughs> try to throw Rick into the bus. Uh, were you going to say something, Alan? I, th- I think in this part, I mean, Negan has a good point. Rick is actually producing. While Spencer is here playing pool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I said I kind of knew it was going to go down this way. <laughs> uh, but the the Aaron beating concludes, and Aaron's probably like, could have backed me up there, dude. And, uh, yeah, 
Negan sides with Rick and decides. Well, to why would Rick get his, ass, get his ass kicked too? And only Aaron has to get his ass kicked. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pragmatic, um, kind of douchey, but. <laughs> Rick, I mean, could have, he could have just at least thrown out. It's like, yeah, we really didn't write that note, guys. I mean, you want handwriting samples or something? We could. Find I don't think it was gonna matter. They were they were looking to beat somebody's ass. Yeah, yeah. And Rick, yeah. Said, man, I've taken enough of this shit. Let <laughs> let him do it. Say, oh, Rick you want to be part of the team, Aaron? Get off that shit from his own people. It's like, hey, Aaron told me he was okay with the rough stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> I brought this uh, yeah, with I mean, me to swim with the zombies and get beat up by the saviors. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rick is sitting there thinking, I crawled up a walker, and and you're sitting there complaining about getting a kick in the gut. (laughs) 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 That was a little by choice. Let's let's be honest. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah. um, So, yep. uh, As I predicted, Negan sides with Rick, decides to see if Spencer has guts like Rick. He does, except now his are on the outside. Yeah, and in his hand. And his hand and on the pavement. Lots and lots of guts. Yeah, it's, it's Why does everybody do that? In in every movie or cartoon or whatever I've seen where somebody's guts come out, why do they grab them and play with them? It's, it's just, I think, because there's not supposed to be outside. <laughs> so I think you're... Got to take you by surprise. Yeah. 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 I think your initial, you know, yeah, I've seen a lot of scenes of the initial impulse is going to be to try to push him back in. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Um, it's pretty much, yeah, you're not going to do yourself a lot of good, but I, I can see it's like the initial survival instinct kicking in. Uh, I hope to never have to experience that <laughs> and, and test the theory. Well, you, yeah. you did call the death. Yeah, it just yep. it made sense to me. Uh, I'm going to take, take credit for Negan's reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> for trying to supplant Rick. Yeah, I called yeah. that one. It's it's like, yeah, it's 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 weirdness. It's kind of just like. It's like we've seen these loyalty stuff. It's <laughs> so like you're more me, of a... here's the here's the thing with Spencer. His mom was a better leader. Yeah, yeah. empirically a more successful leader than Rick has ever been. Now, I may be in the vast minority here. Oh no, I don't. But think I think so. Rick's a terrible leader. Oh, Rick, I, I, in the comics, in the comics and the TV show, and I'm not I'm I'm not sure we're supposed to think that. Maybe we are. Um. You know, but sort of Rick bounces back and forth between what the what his preferred approach is to living in the zombie land. Yeah, it's then, well but, for everyone. <laughs> and then it's whatever he's thinking at the time when he runs into a group that's different from him. He just cannot let that stand. Yeah. Right? Well, we talked about this last week. Yeah. You know, Rick is okay leading kind of on the road. But he's really got no business leading a community. Yeah, he's yeah, a wartime definitely. conciliary. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or he needs one, maybe. I, I mean, for practical purposes, he's a cop. He's not a mayor. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are two different jobs. Being the sheriff and being the, the city manager are, are two different jobs. Right. Well, that's in in that kind of what was going on at the prison. They had the council and everything. And yeah. Ricky kind of stepped aside until the governor comes up with the tank. 
Mm-hmm. And and so he let things go for a while. And, you know, I mean, if they would just let things calm down a little bit, let Rick step aside, let a council take over, he'd be fine. Yeah, as long as he stays out of the decision-making, things tend to go pretty smoothly. You know, unless a big bad shows up, you can't do anything about that. And then you call Rick back in from the farm and be like, all right, we need your gun now. And that's it. Uh, He's- <laughs> not to get too sociological or too 2016 here, <laughs> yeah. but I wonder if something has changed culturally since the comic book, certainly even between the TV show starting. Because mm-hmm. maybe in 2003, it made sense for the guy with the gun and the badge to be the natural leader in a community. And, and maybe that's not the view at this point in time. Maybe we don't automatically trust the guy with the badge and the gun anymore. I, I, I don't know. The, you know. the law enforcement dude might not be our first choice for leader these days. I don't know. I, I think it's a logical choice in, in the situation because, I mean, well, let's face it, you've got to have, uh, have might and right, you know, right. a balance of both. I mean, he had access to guns. That came in really handy in the early Yeah, um, just on a pragmatic. Once you're behind, like, the walls of, you know, a community and you're interacting with other communities, then, yeah, you don't, you need to kind of step back from the war side footing. But, I mean, see, that's not even... He's made a lot of bad decisions. Any leader in the apocalypse would make good decisions and bad decisions, I guess. Um, but I do agree with you, Alan, that he's made more bad ones than good ones, generally. Right. Well, he <laughs> does tend to leave death and destruction and in his wake. There's graveyards of people in his wake because of it, yeah. Uh, or walking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's uh, one of the kind of main problems I have with this episode and maybe this season. Uh, but, all right, Spencer guts on the ground. Um, for some reason, douchey Spencer dying is what causes Rosita to finally try her suicide play. And she su- shoots Negan right in the baseball bat. And nice cutaway to commercial, too, just before it, because, you know, we're idiots and we think she actually killed him, right? Well, you know, she was pissed. She's not going to get any tonight now. Sure, so might as well die because there isn't like every other man in the apocalypse. Right. She's freaking gorgeous. Well, no, I mean, not after she gets her face cut. Well, that's coming up. That's coming Uh, up. Yep. Um, Now, of course, he snaps because Lucille's been wounded. I actually Uh, like the way they framed that scene because I went back and and rewatched it. That just before, before she pulls the trigger. You know, he is waving the bat in front of his face. Yeah. You know, it's like right in his, you know, over his shoulder or right in front of him. So, I just, you know, they would, they had planted that, that if she's going to fire for him. Yeah, I didn't really She just might that. hit the bat. Because it does, you know, stretch the suspension oh, of sure. disbelief a little bit, but I didn't really catch, catch that action. So that, that does make it a little better. Um, but it's kind of, I guess, how it had to go down. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, so everyone is uh, freaking out, of course. Uh, and Rosita thinks she's probably about to get the bat. And Negan figures out the bullet was homemade um, and asks who made it. Uh, Rosita lies twice, says it was her, and he has the guard slice her face open. Kind of a wimpy scar. Not that it's, you know, we want to really compare how badly someone gets cut, I guess. But... <laughs> 
you know, uh, I think they recognize that, uh, what's her name, Christian Serrato is a pretty attractive actress. And if mm-hmm. we have her around, we don't want to use too much He's not going to get her. the iron. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm not seeing that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is a woman he wants to make his wife. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's oh, yeah. a fact. He, wa- he definitely wants to add her to the harem because... Yeah. That's what he likes. He likes to break the Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty much indicated it in past episodes anyway. Um, yep, and of course, Negan also orders a death, which amazingly happens to be Olivia. Gets one in the cheek. So that's it for her then. Uh, I think he probably gets in one more body shaming joke, doesn't he? He's like, oh, I did you a favor, Rick. Yeah, because Rick shows up just in time. I was say, what's worse in 2016, Negan beating people to death with a barbed wire baseball bat or calling her fat? I said cross another it's 50, one 50. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. the asshole bingo card. This, this is not a good episode for the fat folk. No, no. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but uh, how, how many meals have been saved is what we're supposed to think of, I guess. Yeah, Rick shows up just in time to see all the carnage, and Negan wants to thank you, as always, for bringing his boy home to him. Um, he kind of has a point um, as far as the structure of this particular bad deal from hell goes. Um, for what Carl pulled, do you think that he would have slaughtered half the town at this point? You know, he was strangely reasonable. Yeah, about yeah. getting shot at by Coral. Yeah, well, he's he said he knows Dad is producing for him, so and, and, it's more fun to break him. And and Negan is not the governor. I mean, the governor was actually crazy. Yeah. I think that's part of the comparison. Yeah. Negan is not that. He doesn't go off the handle. Well, Negan is is is, not much further different than, say, Ezekiel. You know, Ezekiel knows that he's got a part that he's got to play. That's what he told Carol. And and Negan, you know, has that same idea in his head. There's a part that he's got to play, and he's going to play it. Now, he's got a couple tendencies that are a little odd his mm-hmm. obsession with with lucille and, and the way he talks about her but again i i get that as more of an act than it is right. him him actually feeling that way mm-hmm. yeah that's calculated it is calculated kind of like a show he puts on for his people he's the emperor yeah, he's so. the emperor and rick is one of the governors the regional governors mm-hmm. yeah and and he's got those guys working to keep fear going on um and so he's got you know he he's gonna protect them in a way i mean that's why he killed spencer that's why because rick is better at being that governor than than spencer ever would have been yeah that's true well he knows rick is probably someone he could you know order to put a bullet in someone's head to save the rest of the town. I don't think he believes that Spencer is capable of that. He wants a tougher minion. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. But uh, he's, you guys think you guys think that was the first time someone shot at Negan in a long time? I don't know how people aren't shooting at him every day of his life. Well, I don't. But he seemed shocked that he got shot at. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, a crack in the armor, although, right. you know, also kind of helped to increase his myth of inv- invincibility, I would think. But here's the other thing. I think it poked a hole in it. But, the, but here's it, the other in thing. In his own mind. The, uh, Rosita shoots Negan, and you've got a rat, and who, you know, who else is over there? I don't know. But they don't just immediately gun her down on the spot. 
Which, if someone pulls out a gun and shoots at someone, isn't everybody else going to pull out their guns and blow them away? We know that would be the standing order. No, but the governor, the governor does not. I mean, the governor. See, there I go. But Negan, he he does not kill the person who attacks him. He never does. He goes after someone else. That's part of the psychological warfare. But this is someone with a gun. She was drawn upon. She was. You don't know how many bullets she has. She only fired once. You didn't yeah. hear click, 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 click to let you know that she was out of bullets. You don't have any idea. This it, it's it's poor writing, actually. Yeah. If she had shot him or, or shot and then dropped the gun or put it down or, or whatever, it would have made it a lot more believable. But she she stood there holding the gun, admiring her work, and no one blew her away, which they should have. So I mean that that could yeah, be a couple of things. Sta- I don't think that's their standing orders, though. No, mm. but it could be maybe that maybe that the standing orders were failed. You know, I maybe we're meant to think that too that uh, no one did gun her down. So maybe it's like if Negan does fall, maybe every you know there's just going to be a fight for who's Negan and not necessarily go with the whole. You know, they could be like, all right, I'm the new Negan. You guys are cool. You know, give us this much and and you know. We'll call it a day. <laughs> I won't be as much of an asshole. Um, Interesting. Okay. I don't know. Um, I, I I lean more towards poor writing myself, Brian, like you do. Because, um, uh, I don't know, the writers this season haven't shown us that they're capable of a hell of a lot of nuance at times. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he... he he still wants to know who made the bullet, of course, and Eugene finally cops to it, and Negan, you know, takes him. Um, was that just not a moment of bravery, selfless bravery on, yeah. on his part? Yeah, I think that But at the cool. same time, the same time, you know that that kind of skill is going to be recognized and needed. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. He's not going to be out there in the plastic armor hurting the walkers. He's yeah. going to be... Put to work. No, yeah, it's pretty clear what Negan would want him for, um, and I'm sure he'll be. And if Eugene's stupid enough to resist, it's it's not going to go well for him. Yeah, Negan's going to give him a quota, and no, if he doesn't no, meet no, the quota, no. things are going to happen. See, here's the thing: if if he puts Eugene to work, just making bullets, Eugene is going to build a bomb in secret. All right. Doesn't matter if guys are watching. That's what he's going to do. What he's going to do is he's going to say to Eugene, (laughs) you teach my men how to build bullets or I'm going to kill every other person here. And then I'm going to cut off your testicles or I'll let Dwight cut them off since you took, you know, took a bite out of his. (laughs) (laughs) I'm assuming any of his thugs have the. That would be the smart thing. That would be the the smart thing to do. It it would be stupid for them to just let Eugene be the one making the bullets. Yeah, you don't just, you know, you teach a man to fish. Yeah. Right. It's far so too we'll hopeful a, a platitude for this show. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. That makes sense, though. Yeah. It does. Mm. Well, uh, Spencer, after seemingly hours longer than most people do, finally comes back as a walker. Um, <laughs> very nice of him to wait just till the scene was over with Megan. Because, um, you know, I don't know. A, a, a deft writer maybe could have used that somehow. Uh Rick is sitting in a jail cell, which... Have we seen the jail cell before? I don't I think thought, so. Wasn't Morgan building it um, after the incident That's with the right. wolf? That sounds That's right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
So I just, yeah, I'm like, did they just pull this out of their ass because of something, something redacted and might redacted? Um, (laughs) but no, okay. My memory was fuzzy on that. So thanks for clearing that up, guys. Now we get some huggy time with Michonne, convincing Rick to fight time. She says, we're fucked if we fight him, but let's fight him. (laughs) We're invincible except for all those people who aren't around anymore, basically. (laughs) That's what I took out of that little conversation. (laughs) I was at the end of the road here in Cynical. Uh, Rick knows that they have to fight now because we have to have a plot for the next eight episodes. And we we end the show with the uh, the happy reunion and literally like five minutes of people hugging each other. And uh, it reminded me of Return of the King a little bit, guys. I don't know why. But yeah, no, no. I, I felt just... like I just had a grilled cheese and tomato soup. <laughs> you know? There you go. That was a feel-good scene, yes. Yeah, it was comfort food, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Daryl has Rick's pistols, so they, they only need 999 more guns to be able to have a chance against the Saviors. Yeah, we well, Daryl get... still needs to go back for his crossbow. Oh, yeah. no. They're they're going to they're gonna find out about that gun cache at the coast. Maybe. You know what? I'm still calling yeah. it that... that she will not give them up, and they'll just kind of... I, I guess she has to, because... She has to, otherwise that whole episode was a waste. Yeah, and they didn't find jack shit for guns elsewhere, so... Yeah, no, that the, they need the, they need them as bodies and as, you know, as, they need them for the guns. So, yeah. no, they're, we're going to so see them again. they'll get one more episode, and they'll all get mowed down, and they'll save that Cindy. She'll be a regular character. That's, that's my ongoing prediction for that one. But we, we get uh, bro hugs and knowing looks, and uh, no one is hugging Jesus, and he's sad. He'll weep later, <laughs> and he's, he's upset that Sasha is still a liar. Um, so, and then my and we are say, ready to fight. I just supposedly. can't anymore. <laughs> it yeah. looks like they're ready to go impeach Gregory. It, uh, well, just, that's, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, well, that's we're going to get to see that. I, I, I kind of feel like the, the opening of next season is, all, is basically going to be the war's already started rather than we're going to get to see them impeach Gregory and we're going to get to see oh, Negan's reaction yeah, to Daryl being gone. Jump, or, or we just jump enough forward that Maggie is in charge yeah. officially. Yeah. Knowing this show, I don't even know if we'll get the war proper next Eight episodes. They might save it for season eight. Um, no, they have to do it. They, 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 have to do, they have to do it. They have to do it. To keep the viewers. To keep I the viewers, say, they're going to have to do the war. Yeah, they've already been greenlit for eight, so they're. And and they got care. Jeffrey Dean Morgan in season eight. So yeah, I just man, I I just really don't think the whole Rick changing his mind arc was earned in this few episodes. That's just yeah. my primary rant Wait a about second. the whole season. Wait a second here. And you if they leave him in charge, they're freaking idiots. You just said <laughs> that, that they got Jeffrey Dean Morgan for next season. Yeah. I don't think, regardless of how the war goes, that they kill Negan. It is more valuable to strip him of everything and leave him alive. Well, me and that Alan is what he's been doing. This. That's what he's been doing. He's been breaking right. people, so maybe yeah. he gets broken back. It's more important to be able to yeah to do that, and I, I think it's important to do that for for Carl's sake. You know, me and the professor know what happens in the comics, so we'll shut up about it. But <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so unfair. 
so I don't have to start reading. I just ah no, it's it's the, the, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm, I'm not going forward. to because because it's just yeah. I'm waiting They're following it pretty close. They're following it really. At this close. point, they are for this yeah. for this act. They 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 have not for everyone, but this one they so far for the Negan stuff seems to be pretty close. Well, I, I think. I think we're, we are definitely out of the woods on the eating shit sandwiches and liking it. You know, that I, I think I don't think we're going to be stuck with episodes like that right. anymore. But I, the, the main problem I have is to get it with this whole just instant change of Rick and the previews for the 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 return is just kind of him. He's the leader, you know. He's marching in front of him and he's got his gun and we're making plans and. And it's just such an impossible that they're going to have to come up with a pretty good, you know, uh, I mean, and something I, I, to, to justify how they can beat these guys. Yeah, yeah. And I For guess one, the main problem is won't Negan come back at, is like immediately after finding that Daryl's gone and slaughter pretty much everybody? And they ain't ready for that, but yeah. he can't just let that lie either. Well, they've got the radio. They know what they'll know. That was another, man, yeah, uh, that was a little too easy, too. It's like, we'll know where they're coming because they're just going to use one frequency and and not talk in code because they're all idiots like that. I'm sure they're going to find a dead body somewhere with a note on it that says, ho, 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 now I have my Colt Python. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anytime now. Oh, God, I don't know. I just don't fuck this up for me, Gimple. <laughs> this is like my favorite run in the, the comics. Well, you know, the one thing I'd say is that, yeah, I think that, that Rick's turnaround is one thing, but it cannot be a confrontation between Rick and Negan ultimately that ends us. Someone else has got to be the one that strips him down. Because I think that he still has control over Nick. He uh, Rick, he still got a hold on him, in a way, psychologically. And so right. it's got to be somebody else. I know nothing. Ah. <laughs> well, we don't know exactly what <laughs> blueprints they'll follow, but okay. Well, I, I'm. I'm just, I think it's got to be Carl. I mean, Absolutely. I've always thought. I mean, you guys mentioned this last episode or the episode before, but you know. Someone floated the idea that, you know, if this is going to be – they're specifically talking about the comics, but it applies yeah. here – that if this is going to be a long-term story, if this is the zombie movie that never ends, which was uh, Kirkman's yeah. pitch originally, that it right. may end up being being Coral's story in yeah. the long run. And, and then maybe even on the TV show, they jump forward three or four years, and he's well, leading one of the communities or something. I think in this particular storyline, it would, it should, for the viewer's sake, for all those, for for my wife's mind, her sanity, <laughs> it's actually, it's got to be Maggie. <laughs> Maggie's got to be the one that that actually somehow puts yeah, Negan would, down. That, that, that I'm not saying she kills him, good. but yeah, she's yeah. got to be the one to put him down and strip him of all of his power. Uh, the the show would make a lot of people angry, I think, if they don't have something pretty close to that. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, we we all still feeling Glenn. Um, yeah. But I, I was doing the math on this guy. I just I cannot buy that he turned around this quick. Because if you do the math on it, it's been like a month tops since you know the Glenn squishing. Okay, do you know what it is that affects your memory, affects your psychology more than any other part of your body or mind? 
stress, trauma. It's your sense of smell. Your sense of smell is a trigger for more for oh, okay. things more than anything else. And in the zombie apocalypse, your sense of smell has got to be assaulted every day by the smell of garbage and rotting flesh and whatever. Rick was on a houseboat with a, with a uh, uh, like a, a, a RV type toilet. Okay. Yeah. That right there is going to wake him up more than anything else. <laughs> okay. I was just kidding. But, you know, you see where I'm going with that? Is it not going to wake him up more than the smell of his, his friend's freshly squished brains? Because that's got to have an order to it. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, in, in general, I don't mind the fact that people are sort of changing their attitude a little bit, that Carol just wants to be left alone now, that sort of people's views and things are changing or they they aren't who they were before because it, it it is a new world some of that seems believable but the pendulum that rick is on is so crazy yeah and again if he's come totally back around i'm not gonna buy that no and i think they're gonna do the same with carol and that she'll just be like yeah okay glenn and abraham got killed I, i've got to go back or you know Maybe she had a secret thing for Spencer. We don't know. Um, but as long but, as she goes back, I mean, if she does go back, if she goes back a changed person, then that's okay. But I, I, I don't want to just do a 180. And yeah, go, well, I, and go I almost feel like they did already with her. Before, yeah. Because um, now I just, I don't really get her at all. I don't really get her arc other than, yeah, I don't want to care about anybody if I care about people, I'm a killer. But if, it's, if I kill for myself, then it's okay. I just, and to some extent, I don't. I don't mind someone coming to that conclusion right, in this sort of crazy world. But but, there, you, but she, you do she's not going to stick with it. We know she's not going to stick with it. She'll yeah. decide to care again and go right. be Ninja Carol. Um, I just know she will because it's like fans will demand it. You know, I, I'd personally rather. I'd always almost rather go against the grain of, like, I was, like, saying, kill Daryl, kill Daryl, you know, much to, I'm sure Beth cursed me somehow for even suggesting such a thing. Uh, but they want to keep some of their viewers. Come on. Right. I really, I really pray every day that my wife never meets him. A couple has their pass list. <laughs> No, she's got a list. I don't have one. No, no, screw that, man. I always demanded Drew Barrymore and uh, 1985 Phoebe Cates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. 82, probably. I don't know. It launched me into puberty, whatever it was. Past uh, times at Ridgemont High. Uh-huh. <laughs> Does anybody fucking knock? Okay. <laughs> well, that wasn't really the part that launched <laughs> me into puberty, but... To each their own, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I overall, I can't really give this season a huge thumbs up. Um, I just thought it dragged. I, I don't believe. As I said it, it was an alarmingly short amount of time, really, that's expired in this season. Literally about a month. I mean, do you guys think I'm off base on that? Because it was like no, that's a lot of time went by. No, no. I, I think that that since we have been getting together every week and talking about it, that it's it, it's made it go a lot quicker. That the whole thing because you know we we've sit there and digested a couple of days. We get together, yeah. we talk about it, and then again in just a few days, here it is back. But now we have two months to sit here and wait. 
Right. And on my birthday, it comes back. Hey, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, great reminder, you know, for me <laughs> on my birthday that the death oh, is a, coming. <laughs> fellow Aquarian, that's right. You're two days after me. Mm. Feb- February 10th. Oh, okay. It's, golly. You know, it's funny because Frank Canepa, who is one of my other podcasting friends, and I've known him most of my life, he's uh, one exactly one month older than me. Mm-hmm. So he's always going to be older than me, which is great. <laughs> I always keep an older friend around, too. Yeah, definitely. Several now, actually. <laughs> I think I'm one of the older friends now. <laughs> yeah, that's why people keep me around. Except now I'm officially the older guy and no counsel, so that that's not working out. Um but. Dave Walker's an old soul, so he's he's cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, anything else? As I said, guys, I, I I enjoyed a lot of this episode. I really didn't enjoy the the five minutes of hugging at the end again because I don't think that much time has passed, and it's like you guys have been separated longer than this. Um, these were pretty. Think- these were pretty stressful times, though. Yeah, absolutely. they might not have known they were going to see each other again, especially right, Daryl. You pretty much go through every day in the apocalypse with that possible thought. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a real fan. Of, you know, I would have preferred that they had just. I kind of thought it was a betrayal to the Gabriel scene with Rosita that she went ahead and did it anyway, or attempted to, because I really kind of thought she had made the turnaround there. Um. I guess Michonne's was good. But she, but. The, and Rosita failed in both of her missions. Yeah. She failed yeah. to kill him and herself. Yeah. So, which she, but a few people actually tried to tell her would be exactly what would happen, and she got yep. Olivia killed. So, uh, there you go, Rosita. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I feel like that's all going to be kind of swept under the rug. I mean, shouldn't Rick be pretty much banishing Rosita at this point? Um, you know, like you did with Carol and shit, and be like, you just put all of us in jeopardy. Uh, well, I, I think all that uh, doesn't matter now since you know, uh, since he's chosen to fight. But they yeah. just, I don't know, they're, they're going to have to thrill me and, and get me to believe that they can actually win this. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but if, you know, they, if, if they all headed up to the hilltop, who's left running Alexandria? Yeah, I was yeah, watching it. Much left there. We still don't know where the hell Heath is, so he didn't go back and take over. Uh, well, yeah, Alexandria badasses are at, are at the hilltop. Spencer ain't, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Spencer ain't going to be president. <laughs> <laughs> it must be know. Father Gabriel. I mean, yeah. there he is on lookout, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. And now yeah. with the babysitting Judith. Wasn't Carl still a Judith? Yeah, yeah. Point. Oh, yeah, he didn't go with him. Yeah, he was a hilltop. He oh, was the hilltop. hilltop. I didn't they, see Judith. Yeah, they had her in the trunk or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Olivia's going to do. Olivia's yeah, going to do just as good a job now. The new inventory before. person is also the the, uh, ba- the babysitter. <laughs> Aaron's boyfriend. Sure, you know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Could give that actor more than. 20 seconds in a scene, that wouldn't be... Well, all he, all he gets to do lately is scowl, you know? Yeah. I like what they did with Aaron this episode a lot. I thought he he really crushed it, you know, up to the point where he was just getting the shit beat out of him. Um, he didn't really <laughs> plead his case very well on that one. I mean, he literally didn't even say, oh, I didn't write it, or he just, he, you know, 
he was like, you're an idiot for thinking I wrote this, basically. And that got him beat even harder. So he needs to work on his people skills. <laughs> That'll come up as the next evaluation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know what was by far the most satisfying thing, I think, was seeing Daryl not in those ugly-ass sweats anymore? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to have a pretty good stank <laughs> to him, too, by that point. Oh, my God. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Well, I, I mean, it's just there, there's there were a few things I noticed that was interesting. Um, going back to the beginning, was the I, I cannot remember Xander Berkeley's character's name, the uh, head of Gregory. Hilltop. I couldn't remember it either, but it's Gregory. Yeah, Gregory but the yeah. fact that he remembered Maggie and Sasha's yeah. name after yeah. that, you know, <laughs> I guess that was the point of that that scene that yeah. we we see that he's been he's been cowed a bit, and yeah, he's. He, he's kind of realizing that his, his reign might be over <laughs> and he's trying to suck up to the next leader <laughs> and, while still being kind of a creepy jerk but you know it's like, uh, which is the kind of role Xander Berkeley seems to be good at <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 this time he doesn't have an airplane with a nuke to, to drop somewhere though yeah did y'all watch 24? Yeah, that was yes. the first season. First season? Yeah, first season. season. Yeah. Oh. And he doesn't have a, a Terminator to <laughs> spear him through the brain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Oy. He's one of those guys that definitely gets around. Yeah. I, I would uh, actually be okay, maybe, if they do it well. I'm still calling it. I'm not sure we'll get into the full war till season eight. I, I think they will milk it. <laughs> and I almost want them to because I don't want to just show up after the break and, and they have an army assembled. I, I kind of want to see some of I the I mean, that could legitimately that. take some work and take some doing and take right. some negotiating and take some interactions between our our, our crew of good guys. You know, yeah. they're in yeah, three that, different locations. You can do some. But what's going to happen then is yeah, that you're, really you're going to come back you're going to come back from hiatus and you're going to be, where are they? Are they, okay, they're starting a fight? Are they starting a war? Is it, is it going on? And, and then, okay, well, we're going to go and talk to Ezekiel. Now we're going to go talk to the ladies, but we can only send women. All right, and now we're going to go talk to so-and-so, you know? And if that's what happens, it's another slow burn because you're going to have, okay, we've got to have the road trip to here. We've got to have the road trip to there where everybody talks. And then you get Morgan, and who knows what's going to happen the next time Morgan sees Rick. I think you got to, man. I got to care more about these other communities before that's I give all, a shit whether they get slaughtered or not. Right, but know? that's a whole episode unto itself is Morgan and Rick in a phone booth talking about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't had that in a while, and that'd be all right. Um, but... No, it's especially like the ocean side, you know, uh, th- that's literally just, they might as well have a neon sign that says cannon fodder floating above their heads. <laughs> because we're just not going to get to know any of the, those people. And you got to send Cal to Oceanside. It always breaks down this way, and it's, it's occasionally they'll pick up a stray here or there, like Aaron or Tara, and start bringing them in and start letting you get to know them. But you really need to kind of shift it up a little bit away from the main group, I think. Well, think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. So everybody's sitting there saying, well, what are we really fighting for here? What are we really fighting for here? And uh, I'm sorry, what is her name? 
the one that went to the the land of the women. Tara. Oh, Tara. Tara, Tara, yeah. Tara stands up and says, y'all, I've seen a place, a place where it is all just women, no men, and they have guns and yeah. plenty of food to survive. And they can't shoot where the shit, so we can just walk in there. <laughs> it's gonna it's go, a win-win. They're going to sit there and go, what have you been smoking? Nobody's going to believe it. <laughs> it's too and, good to be true. And Rosita's going to get slightly pissed that she lied to her and kept her secret, which we knew from the get-go she probably won't keep, and that bugs me too, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I need to know more about these people. I need to meet one or two more people in the kingdom and give a shit when they go to war, or it's just going to be, you know, maybe I'm asking too much for my action zombies. I was going to say, you want, you, you want our guys to have a really great plan, except that last time they had a really great plan to, you know, move the zombies off to one direction and yeah. that whole plan. Yeah. That worked really well, right? I, yeah, I really need somebody to be like, no, we're not joining you if this dude's the leader. Exactly. You know, Maggie will talk. Let's That's think what happened this. last time we had a brilliant master plan. Yeah, yeah but, I need but, to see the Maggie Tater ship take over, man. And, and Well, it's not just that. The, the, the thing is, is you've got all these different leaders. And again, again, we're talking about Rick. We're talking about Ezekiel. We're talking about, I don't remember what her name is with the, with the, the Amazons. But... You, you, you've got to convince them. But once they go and start fighting Negan's people and Negan's people see there's a resistance coming, they're going to start fighting from within. It, it's going to be like uh, Iraq or Afghanistan. Whenever our armies went over there, half the armies laid down their arms and said, we're joining your side. Maybe. Maybe. Um it's only it's only the big bullies, the the what I call death eaters, that are gonna stay with Negan, right. you know, faithfully. You know, the rest are gonna be like, you know, the the slaves that fought for the Confederacy. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how much Negan's brainwashed them. I mean, he yeah, right. seems to have a pretty strong hold, but you never know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They've set it up that he's got this this mad loyalty going on because even the you know he keeps the guy. Whose wife he's banging, you know, closest to him, and isn't concerned about getting lead poisoning, apparently. And so, I don't know. So you got to think, yeah, he's got a lot. Uh, so I don't know if just this hapless band of survivors whose asses we've kicked consistently is going to all of a sudden inspire rebellion. Now, nobody uh, liked the uh, the governor backstory episodes. What if we start with Negan backstory episodes? I'd, I'd almost, yeah, I don't know. I, I know they're they're going to tackle that in the comics soon. Um, but I haven't read anything of it yet. No. Um, nah, I really have no interest in that. I'm, I'm leaning nah. towards Negan once being like, uh, what's his name, Lee Ermey type, mm -hmm. uh, right. you know. Arlie Emery? Sergeant. Yeah. Arlie Emery, that's mm -hmm. it. I call you Private Snowball! Yeah, I think, uh, I think Jeffrey Dean's going for a little bit of that. <laughs> You know, especially with this punish other people thing and right. you know, just general attitude I, towards I, everyone. Uh, I, I did love his line in this episode. You guys are hurting my voice making me yell so much. <laughs> yeah. oh, that almost felt like an ad lib, actually. It that, may have. It may you have, know, have, that almost have been, been like, the actor saying that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, because he's probably on set for eight hours yelling like that. So <laughs> right. let, me, let me ask you, though. What did you guys make of the scene with uh, um, Ezekiel's right-hand man in that little camper? I guess well, was... what? Yeah, what was that? 
It was just to re, you know, uh, redundancy because we didn't understand that he was upset when he told us that his family was dead. Right. I guess. I don't know. It seemed almost useless. Good to yeah. see the guy get a little more screen time because I like him, but. That's what I'm talking about, though. We need a little more than three seconds of that for right. some of these people that are going to be main players in the, the quote-unquote war. Uh, just a little bit, man. Just let me know. Let me remember their freaking names. <laughs> you know, if they're important enough to me for me to remember their names, at least, then right. um, you're on the right and, track. And, and even while we're making plans, everyone's going to still have to be out scavenging. Mm-hmm. So there will be yeah. opportunities for interesting set pieces and interesting dynamics. I mean, yeah. whether they succeed in that is is yeah. debatable, but there will be opportunities for that sort of thing. I, yeah, I need the, the writers to tighten up the logic a little bit. I mean, and just make it make it realistic in the zombie show. I know that sounds so absurd, but <laughs> I like my fantasy grounded in reality and science, and you know, but. Yeah. I know we've thrown that out the window a while ago, but um, right. just make me believe the act, the, the characters actually went through the arcs that you're selling us mostly, <laughs> you know, and, and that just requires a little more screen time and dialogue from them. It can't be the same conversation with Michonne three times, and all of a sudden, third time's a charm. Rick's going to fight now. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's just like, okay, we've had this conversation before. We get it. She wants to fight. You don't. She wants to fight. You don't. She wants to fight. You want to fight. Woo! Yeah. We're at the end of the midseason. <laughs> so I just felt like it was, you know, I don't know, some unnecessary stuff to get to the, the conclusion we already knew what was going to happen. I just think they could have wrote a lot of it better. Right. What'd you like, Alan? You were kind of well. I definitely liked everything with Negan during the during the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was by far, I think, the most dynamic character, the best actor, the most committed uh, <laughs> uh, actor. And like I said, I didn't mind some of the character changes and character inconsistencies. You know, I think some of that might might have been may have been purposeful. Not that may not have been writers dropping the ball that may have been we don't know how people would respond in these situations maybe inconsistency is what you would get you know my character would change a little bit in a zombie apocalypse probably day to day i so i i think that's reasonable yeah uh do you think they overused him a little bit i mean that was one of my main criticisms and i think a couple of the guys agreed with me just that some of like Maybe we didn't need the whole ninety minutes for you know a that's I, you, you try you 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 know when I think about TVs or movies you you try I I try not to bring in the exterior things like that's a really good that's a really good movie for the budget they had or yeah, that's a pretty good right. TV show considering and I do think some of it was logistics though and that it, in terms of you get paid per episode for the most part with with yeah. with TV guest stars, and so if you're paying his salary, you're going to have him for ninety minutes. You're not going to you're not going to pay him four episodes, twenty minutes each. Yeah. You're going to pay him once, and so I think, unfortunately, those are some of the logistics. I mean, that's why we got the Amazon's episode. Yeah, you know, we could give everybody 
either you know, but literally is, a, a, a week off or a week off without pay, you know, depending on yeah. on how the contracts are, you know, and, and you know, I, this episode, well, episode they, were they shoot multiple episodes at once. Right? Yeah. Now, this episode, not so much as the others were, yeah, even though the others were 90 minutes, there was a lot of slow burn yeah. going on. And again, a lot of, of eating shit sandwiches and whatnot. Uh, you know, I, I thought that they probably could have cut out a lot of that stuff and just made them hour episodes. This one, no, this one pretty much worked as as yeah. a ninety minute episode. Yeah, I thought this though. was this was probably the best. Yeah, yeah. I just felt he was just. I, I just. I think my main thing is I think he was a little better in in smaller doses, and I think yeah. he's almost too much from the comics. He's almost mm-hmm. it's just almost not a great translation. I love seeing him chew the scenery. I mean, he just. He is all right. in on the part. You gotta give Jeffrey Dean props for whatever they're giving him. He's just chewing it up. But I just and I don't know. It's just one of those a great villain sometimes needs to be used sparingly, I think. Yeah. Um, to not become a parody of himself. Um, and and they do have to treat him differently than they did the governor. Yeah. You know, when you get someone like that, you you don't want it to be the governor part two. I should really love the pool game in this that they they use that as the you know, impetus to to have uh, Spencer try to throw Rick under the bus and and have his guts exposed to the world. Uh, it's a nice little touch because that's something Negan would definitely do. It's like you know where a pool table is. You are my best friend, Spencer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's about all I got, guys. Uh, yeah. I predict they will. Uh, yeah, we'll get into the war a bit. They need to make me believe it. The only way they could, the you know, Iraq Afghanistan thing is an apt uh, discussion because I think that you know, they have to. We have to show them being like really a, a serious rebellion, resistance, and and guerrilla warfare. That's the only way they could possibly make mm-hmm. a dent in this. And they got the people with ninja skills to do it. So. Right. It's uh, dropping the ball if they don't show us that. I, you know, I want to see Jesus leaping out of trees, breaking necks and shit. <laughs> no doubt about it. Why not? Um, that'll help patch over any of the uh, the rough spots of writing for me. We <laughs> see lots of Jesus kicking the shit out of people. <laughs> because it's just great to be able to say that anyway. I want to see Jesus <laughs> kicking the shit out of people. Don't. <laughs> You know, and it's his birthday coming up, so why shouldn't he be able to? <laughs> I don't know. That's all I got. Anyone else? I talk too much. Crickets. Oh, I'm just ready. I'm, I'm just ready to to move on. I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're ready I'm to just... get to the. We're ready to get to the next part. We we we've gotten over the hump. Okay. We got over the hump, and we don't have to eat the shit sandwiches anymore, and we've escaped from the compound, and we beat the shit out of Fat Joey until his head burst. <laughs> We're ready to move on. Yeah, we are. Ready for the fight. Uh, absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, this will probably be our, this will be our last show, actually, before the holidays. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays, uh, Happy Hanukkah. Yes, yes, Who am yes. I missing? Happy Yule to my pagan friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Merry Festivus. Yes. Merry Festivus for the rest of us. Thanks again, guys. It's been Thanks. Fear the Walking Dead cast. Uh, we wrapped up eight episodes of The Walking Dead. 
We'll be back in February and to start this mess again and then on into the next season of Fear the Walking Dead, which I'm actually almost looking forward to more than <laughs> next <laughs> next eight episodes of this. But you guys can prove me wrong, Walking Dead staff. Uh, Professor Alan Middleton, thanks for joining us, sir. Yes, you're welcome. You thanks for having like, me. If you'd like, you have an invite for the first episode back, of course. Um, okay. Good, good. Like Zumo, Brian Hughes. Yep. Thanks, gentlemen. Um, always a pleasure, and you guys all have a happy holidays yourself if I don't yeah, talk to you until then. And you guys as well. Adios. Yep. Adios. Take care. Yeah. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network. From your master's door, you that build all the guns, you that build the death place. Hide behind walls, you that hide behind desks. I just want you to know I can't see through your masks. You've never done nothing but to build and destroy. You play with my world. Put a drug in my head Then you hide from my eyes Then you turn and run farther When the fast bull is flying Like Judas Sobo You lie in D.C. The world war can be I see through your eyes And I see through your brain Like I see through the water that runs down my drain You that fasten all the triggers For the others to fire Then you sit back and watch Hide in your mansion While young people's blood Flows out of their bodies And is buried in the mud You've thrown the worst fear That could ever be hurled The fear of bring children this world for threatening my baby I'm born in a name you ain't worth the blood that runs in your veins how much do I Talk out of turn You might say that I'm young You might say I'm unlearned 
Jesus would never forgive what you do. Let me ask you one question. Is your money there? Will it buy you forgiveness? Do you think that it could? Oh, I think it will find When your death takes its soul All the money you made will never buy back your soul Die. And your death will come soon. I'll find.